0: And I'm Eric.
1: Welcome to the Big Stick Energy Podcast.
0: This is the first of hopefully many episodes where the two of us get down and dirty with each of our favorite Philadelphia area
1: sports teams. Eric is a diehard Philadelphia Flyers fan and former player, not of the Flyers, but he played.
0: Thanks for clarifying.
1: <laughs> <laughs> big, big, big asterisks there.
0: And Jim gets a hard on. For baseball and his Philadelphia Phillies. I didn't write that. He did?
1: Oh, I do, though. Um, we thought it'd be a fun idea to talk about our respective sports and our favorite teams till we die from either frustration or cry from sheer elation in podcast form.
0: And hopefully, along the way, we teach each other a thing or two about each sport's nuances and just various little niche things about uh, each sport that maybe we don't know yet, but hopefully by...
1: Because there's probably a lot.
0: uh, I can speak for myself and say, I know that baseball involves hitting, and there are balls, and then there are occasionally bases.
1: Yeah, but uh, yeah, that's pretty much us. We're we're the guys that like big sticks, you know? Bats, or uh, little hockey sticks. sticks.
0: Yes. Um, Hockey sticks. So... We'll just give you guys a little bit of a rundown on how this is going to go. So right now, obviously, the Flyers are not in season. It's
1: Philly season, baby.
0: Thank you. It's it's pretty tough to talk a lot about the Flyers for the next month or so, so we're not gonna really be able to cover too much, but at least the Phillies are, as Jim said, in season.
1: And Philadelphia's favorite sports team. It's sold. a fact. It's a fact.
0: The soul are. So we should honestly probably be covering it. Yeah, you're
1: probably right.
0: I don't think we are qualified enough to cover.
1: They win championships. Exactly. They, they just got a winning, winning mentality.
0: And we obviously don't. Um,
1: Those games are lit, though.
0: But, yeah, so at least for the next month or so, the Flyers news will be limited, to much to my dismay. I do enjoy the Phillies. I appreciate them and want all my teams in the city to win, but baseball is easily the most limited in my knowledge that I have um, so you're about
1: to get a lesson in pain buddy
0: i mean i as a lifelong flyers fan i think pain and me are pretty much neck and neck no, best baseball friends. is the most
1: physical sport you ever played
0: i guess physically taxing because of what's been going on with the phillies which i mean we can get right into if you want to jump into it <laughs>
1: I've had some mental breakdowns in the last couple couple weeks or so. You know, it's 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 been a it's been fun to uh, just kind of see where my mind goes over uh, the span of losing and winning baseball. It's it's not an easy easy time to be a Phillies fan. I mean,
0: well, you could probably say losing and occasionally winning i'm not also by the way saying that you know i want the phillies to lose i really want to clarify i enjoy the phillies i'm just being as pulled back as i am i can almost i can unobjectively view them and i'm sure that
1: yeah you're a non-biased partisan kind of no it's fair It, it it's tough right now um As we're making this right now, the Phillies just split a series with the Los Angeles Dodgers, which is like a positive sign, but also...
0: Basically, we've won the World Series right now in the season, and then it's Uh, downhill from here.
1: Yeah. I'll say this series really exaggerated the holes that this team has. Um, I think there's a lot to learn from this series. Uh, Obviously... On Monday, they came out after a pretty pretty good outing against the Nationals, where they came back and won, kind of hopefully signaling to us as fans of what's to come. Yeah, they didn't really follow that up with anything. F1 got shelled. Uh, offense looked absolutely terrible. Kershaw made us look like a bunch of idiots, basically. Um... It was tough to watch. Uh, yeah, Eflin, Eflin's struggling a bit right now. I'm kind of worried about him.
0: Uh, he, uh, he hasn't been... How's <clears throat> has he been throughout the season? He's the one pitcher where I haven't really... Of all the games I've watched, it seems like I've actively, subconsciously avoided Eflin because every time <laughs> I watch, he never pitches. Um, yeah. I. You know. It feels like out of the pitching staff, that it's really Noah and, like, half of Arietta
1: You could say that. <laughs> are positively
0: pitching now. And A shell like, of
1: what Jake Arrieta once was. And then was. there's,
0: like, the occasional, like, oh, Pavetta is showing something, and then about two
1: games. No, more like half an inning later. He's
0: <laughs> Okay. I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt he's getting here. He's
1: getting rocketed pretty much every game.
0: Ah, uh, did he pitch at the one? Uh, Jim and I went to a game earlier did, in the season.
1: He did pitch that game. That
0: wasn't a great pitching game, though. That was that was more of a... That was Harper's first home run game.
1: Yes, it was. It was yeah. majestic as fuck, and let me tell you.
0: But removing the positive, I'm trying to talk... Look, we'll get the positive Phillies talk if we can. We'll try our best. Oh,
1: there will be positive talk. I'm a positive person here.
0: But I figured we might as well stick to the pitching at the moment. Yeah, we can say with the pitching. that... That game that we went to with Pavetta, I mean, he hasn't really. It's been like that pretty much for the most of the season. Where, yeah, I mean, so there's been like s- s- parts of the season where he's kind of shown what we thought maybe we were gonna get.
1: Yeah, Pavetta, Pavetta is the biggest question mark to me on the staff. He has the most potential, and he also has the most downside. So when Pavetta is pitching, you're either getting elite stuff that could carry a team to a playoff win. Or you're getting something that looks like a child up on the mound realizing that he's not all that great and then just having a tantrum up there. It's like the first the first time something goes wrong with Pavetta, that's when he's going to just fall apart. And it's kind of like a Cole Hamels-esque meltdown. Not a lot of people realize that when Cole Hamels first kind of came up into the majors, he did the same thing. He had a almost a bratty mentality out on the mound. Every time there would be an error or a hit drop that probably should have gotten caught, he would blow up after that. He would let up a home run, all the bases would be cleared, and that would just put them into a deficit. As his career went on, he kind of toned that down. But we're that's looking at
0: probably got better.
1: Yeah, obviously Yeah, that helps. But Pavetta's 27; he's going on to be 28. He needs to get his. I didn't know temp. that. He needs to get his I temper in check. Younger. He's he he he's older as we're looking. Like you kind of hope that people develop a little bit early. How old uh, is Noah? Noah's 25, I believe. Oh, that's what I thought. Yeah, Noah's got it under check, but. Pavetta, he's just got to calm down. He's got to find his inners in. He's got to pitch like he means it. And just stop horsing around up there. If, you, if something goes wrong, fix it, you know? Uh, you're the pitcher. You almost dictate what's happening in the game other than when the ball's in play. If you don't want people to make an error, don't let them get a hit. Strike the guy out. Challenge him. Don't just kind of nibble away at the guy you gotta really attack guys and Pavetta has the stuff to attack a, a major league hitter it's very frustrating to watch because you know he has the stuff but as as much as we all know he can be great he can also just completely mess up and leave a hanger over when he's frustrated I know you have the pitch clock a little bit and they'll kind of hurry up a hurry him up a uh, just a tad but he needs to take that time to get collected throw throw over throw at the guy to kind of cool yourself down make sure he's staying on base just give him that cool capler is really not helping because i feel like he doesn't know how to be a play he's a players manager that just tries to stay away from the players it's kind of weird so
0: he's kind of like he's I mean, we kind of talked about this a little bit off the podcast, mm-hmm. but basically Kapler is the kind of uh, manager that seems like the players enjoy playing for. Mm-hmm. seems like they'll, you know, they enjoy their guy. Like, he seems like a real, like, at least fun guy in the locker room, I guess, because he's very, like, you know, I want to win, I want to win. But when it comes to actually going to bat for your guys during the game and make, like... That was a really bad pun. I didn't actually mean... Mm, okay. 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 Um, you yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, man. Um, basically...
1: But loses his train of thought, too, sometimes. So
0: Basically, during the game, when the players actually need Kapler, when they need him to be a manager, he's instead trying to be their best friend. He's af- I think he's afraid of pissing off the players. I think he's afraid of losing the room a little bit, so he's trying to be their friend. See... I told you this with like the Eagles, which were going a little off sport, which they have very to, much so. Yeah, I'm not an Eagles fan. But their their coach, Doug Peterson, is known as a
1: Dougie Fresh.
0: Is known as a player's coach. He's very like, you know, he, He's very emotionally supportive of his players. He's, got, he's there all the time. He'll stick up for his players. And Kapler feels like that, but he also is forgetting that he's also the leader of the room. And sometimes when it comes to being a leader, you have to be make the hard decision. Kapler doesn't seem like he makes the hard decisions ever, which last year he was making too many hard decisions. He was trying to be too much of a manager last year. This year, he's not being enough of a manager. It feels like he needs to find a happy medium, put him together, and then he'll be the perfect coach. Now, nobody's the perfect coach. I
1: don't think he can be a perfect you coach. You can't be the I perfect coach. He, I, I definitely don't think he can be a perfect coach. But I think there's a perfect balance
0: he can find. I think there's a way that he can bring it together and he can hone in on his, his strengths. And obviously, you know, every coach has their flaw. But the one thing he has going for him is that the players seem to like him. At least what we gather. We don't know what goes on in the locker room. For all we know, the coaches... The, or not the coaches. Coaches could hate them, but the players could also hate them. So yeah. we, we don't know. But it, at least to me, it doesn't feel like that because you can usually tell when a team doesn't enjoy playing for their coach. They kind of start to... if they See, the Phillies are trying. They're at least trying. I just don't think they're built. Like, I don't think they're built well enough. At least pitching-wise, they're not built well enough. No,
1: and, you know, it's... It's not that they're not built well enough. Their offense should be able to offset some of the pitching, but the pitching has just been absolutely But astrocious. also, it's,
0: it's sometimes the players like Hoskins Nor- or someone don't. When the pitching's a little off, the, the players seem also not to figure out a way yeah. to be on. So they're off and on at the wrong times. Yeah. And,
1: I, and I like I like Kapler, but he's got to take control in that situation. And. I don't think that the team has the end goal in mind. I think they live in the moment too much, and I think that that mentality can kind of derail your season. It's it's good for a team to... It seems that like that's what Kapler wants them. To, like we're we're here today, we're here, to, but sometimes you need to take a look at that next step. No, you, What's that yeah. next step to get you to where you need to be? It's because true. this team does have issues. It's not like they. It's not like everything can be solved just by.
0: At the same time though, I don't think that's Kapler's fault as much. Like yes, I think there's problems, but I also think that's Clentak. Is that how you yeah. Say it? It's
1: yeah, it's Clentak. K- yeah.
0: yeah, that's his I think that's his problem too, is because he should have tried his best for to go for maybe an extra pitcher.
1: Yeah, and in hindsight. The Phillies expected a lot of their pitchers to make that step forward this year. They, I don't think. Yeah, it's I, not all on Klentak. It's not on Kapler. There's a lot of players that I feel like need to grow up. Pavetta being one of them. They need to work work out their kinks. They need to go to their pitching coach. They need to their pitching coach needs to wake up. Oh, I can't think of his name.
0: Dusty.
1: Dusty Wathan. He's a third third base coach. I just know his coach <laughs> named Dusty. Dusty Wathan. <laughs> Um, I know. I, I just think their coaching needs to focus. Like, Obviously, don't think too far ahead, but if you get down in a game, you need to think, what comes next? What is your next move? You need to be the ones that are in control of your destiny almost at this point because the hitting can be great. They can fix a poor pitching performance. They just need to focus on what's happening what can we do to fix the problem? I think there's a lot of players that need to step up because there are big time players on this team that can step up and carry a team to wins. Reese Hoskins, Bryce Harper. Bryce Harper has been doing a lot of that lately. I'm proud of I'm proud to see that.
0: But at the same time we know that Bryce Harper has that capability. Yeah. But the problem is is that like yes we are expecting like a Reese Hoskins a Well, someone who actually, well, no, I'll say this, Franco. Franco, I mean, no, he he can he steps he steps up for like a home run a game, and then he'll disappear for like five games, and he'll come back hit like a walk off, and he'll be like, "All right, everyone, I'm back," and then he'll just go away again, and it's almost like yeah, yeah
1: inconsistencies from other players, but I don't expect Franco to be that consistent guy. He's never been that consistent. I just wanted player. to talk
0: about Franco and just I like All how right. he'll like disappear, he'll like rear his head, he'll be like, "All right, guys, don't forget about me. I can still hit a home run once," and then and then yeah. he'll just.
1: But, yeah, like a Reese Hoskins. Hit his uh, 100th home run the other day. That was cool.
0: Did we win that one?
1: Did we win that one? There's a good chance we didn't, but... Yeah, I think we did. I mean, actually, you know what? Didn't really prepare too much today, but, you know, we're we're, we're rolling with it. The the big sticks are rolling. Anyhow, I don't don't think Franco is a productive piece for this team's future to be honest with you. I think they have an up and coming player in Alec Bohm in the in triple A. or no he's in double A. In double A. I don't think it'll be long before he is in triple A. He's mashing the ball. Who? I don't Alec Bohm, he's uh he's a third baseman in their farm system. He's got plenty of pop, plenty of
0: uh We did win that game.
1: We did win that game. That
0: was the one against the Nationals. See, Franco Fran-
1: Franco, uh, Franco does wonder sometimes. But it's kind of a mystery of what he's going to perform during a game. He
0: keeps on your toes.
1: Yeah, and I don't like that out of a third baseman. No, the Phillies you don't. I don't like that
0: out of an athlete usually, unless Fra- it's positive.
1: Franco is a nice piece, I think. It's
0: a complimentary piece, but he's not a-
1: he's, a... he's a complimentary piece of a rebuilding team. I think we looked at him when he was coming up. As that kind of player that might change the franchise, but I think he's that transition player. He's I kind of to like rack, a. Get someone better. Yeah, they need to go out and find someone. I don't think they need to look too far with Bone being in the system and making a lot of strides. I don't think it's out of the question that he could be up with the team as close as next year. But in the meantime, we ha- we do have Franco. Kingery's been kind of filling in for him, but Franco's an enigma. You don't know what you're going to get out of him. He's either on a hot streak or not producing at all. And I think he's a big part of why we are struggling, because you expect something out of him. We all did, and it just didn't work out. I think come the off season, if Boom is that... Option for us, I think he'd be a nice trade asset to a team that might be rebuilding. Franco or Franco? Okay, I thought
0: you were just no, like We, we, talk about boom we and need young. Get rid of him. We we need a young, young,
1: consistent third baseman. Philadelphia has not had one in so long, and it's been so frustrating because it's just that corner of the infield that a lot of teams have really good third basemen, and we just haven't.
0: So, all right, I'm gonna steer you a little bit right here into okay. another direction. So, it is Thursday, July 18th. There are roughly two months left, right?
1: Yeah. They got August and September.
0: Okay. From here on out, how do you feel about the Phillies going forward? I know we just kind of went into it a little bit, but how do you feel about them... Making not a run because I don't think they're I don't think they're a run team this year. I think However, they're maybe not a, running. they're making <laughs> I think they're. But how do you feel about them maybe getting in the playoffs? How do you feel about them, you know, moving up the NL
1: East? I, I think it's a. I don't think they're moving up the NL East. I think the Braves kind of have that locked up right now. So um, do you think
0: they're wild card material or not?
1: I think so. A lot of the national te- National League teams, are either scuffling or playing the same type of baseball the Phillies are. It's. Kind of a one-team race so right like now. It's like
0: a coin flip yeah. almost.
1: I wouldn't say it's a coin flip. I think the Phillies definitely have the pieces to make it to that wild card game. I don't think they get past that. I think the Nationals have a lot of pitching that will shut the Phillies up in a one-game series.
0: Do you think that? The, do you think Harper can carry the team or no?
1: Yeah, I think. think I, th- I think there's f- three or four, maybe five players on that team that can carry a team. All right. I'm not worried about the Phillies winning games. I'm worried about consistency because consistency wins wins games. Um, I think a big part of their consistency problem comes out of, and don't get me wrong, I freaking love Reese Hoskins. He's the fucking man. He needs to get consistent. He's the guy that they were looking at as becoming an MVP-type player this year. And I'm not saying he hasn't been, he's been consistently Reese Hoskins. He, everyone was expecting him to make a jump like the other players, and I think he's still... It almost seems like he's still in that mentality of I'm a young guy, when he's the same age as Reese Hoskins. Or, er, Reese Hoskins is the same age as Reese Hoskins. Did you know that, Eric? Well, <laughs> he's the same age as Bryce Harper. Stop. Bryce Harper and Reese Hoskins are the same age. They should be at the same kind of mental maturity, and Reese Hoskins is still at a, the same time though. Obviously Harper had Har- a lot more playing time. Yeah,
0: Harper but, came in the league pretty early. So.
1: But the thing is, Reese Hoskins came into the league and just said, "I'm gonna hit." He did that, and that was great. But
0: he hasn't really picked he, up anything else of his game.
1: Yeah, uh, like I'm not expecting him to be. I don't. I don't think he should try to be an MVP type player. That just that stuff just happens. But he's the cleanup hitter. Bryce Harper's in front of him. J.T. Real-Mute is behind him. They're two really good hitters. He needs to take that next step and and have keep... a three three
0: hit punch, three hit punch, yeah, two hit punch, one hit punch, whatever. Pretty much, he has to hit punch something.
1: Kingery's getting hot, and it's unfair to say that Scott Kingery should be the one leading this team when Reese Hoskins was that guy in the locker room last year. He was the guy that was a, that was our leader last year, and I think the additions of Bryce Harper, JT Real Muto, Andrew McCutcheon, that kind of, I don't want to say took away from his leadership role, but I think, I still think he's a leader on this team and he needs to show that. He has the ability to do so. He's a very charismatic person. He's a very thorough batter, not in the field, but he, he can be clutch with his bat. He needs to show that consistency. All right. When he's consistent, this team wins games. If he's hitting home runs, he can put this team on his back. He's the he's the forgotten player in this team, and I think that I think that the Phillies and Reese Hoskins forget that Reese Hoskins needs to wake up and become the player that he he is because he's not a bad player. Fielding wise, he needs some work, but when he's in the batter's box. I wouldn't want to pitch to him. Granted, I suck at throwing the ball. But I I don't think there's a pitcher in this league that would say it. Reese Hoskins is the guy I want to go throw against.
0: I just want to have it down because I figured, like, a nice little thing on our first episode. I want to get your prediction now. My prediction. Of where they end up once the final game is done, where they are in terms statistically, in the, and just, like, if they're in the playoffs, if they're not. I just want to get it now so that when we get to that point – We can Mm -hmm. look back, and we can see how close we are.
1: All right. Do you want me to go player by player, or do you want me to go, like, just team overall?
0: Uh, I just was thinking team. I think we can do player by player.
1: I could do player by player.
0: We can do it later. Okay. I'm itching at the bit, because I I think I can still talk about the flyers a little bit. Okay. So I'm itching at the bit.
1: We can edit shit out, too.
0: Well, I kind of like us. Now we have to.
1: (laughs) Yeah, true. Anyway.
0: Uh, uh, never mind. You know what? No, we don't.
1: Ask the question. Ask the question. Will yeah. you marry me? What the fuck?
0: <laughs> All right. Um. At the end of the season, you know, final game's over. Where are the Phillies in the standings?
1: In my, in the positive part of my brain, I'm gonna say they're in the wild card. Okay. And that's important for this team. If they get to the playoffs. That kind of sends a message to the rest of the league. The Phillies are a playoff team. And we're coming for you. Yeah, basically. There's there's obviously room for improvement, but the fact that we have so many holes and we made it to the playoffs, don't mess with us because the Phillies holes are going to get filled. Exactly.
0: In more ways than one. Yes, that was an innuendo.
1: For more pitching. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes um, Okay So We'll So we'll hold it there So Wild card team
1: Wild card team I think I don't think they beat the Nationals Personally Do you I you think I they think make
0: the wild card But they don't actually
1: Yeah win there's Maybe
0: they give them a little bit of a competition During the game Maybe When they get blown out
1: I I don't think they'll get blown out because I think Nola goes in that game and Nola seems to quiet down the Nats pretty well. But I think the Nationals, eh, actually, you know what? They it's kind of a 50-50 shot now I think about it. But right. I'm kind of leaning towards Optimistic. they lose. I'm kind of leaning towards they lose that game just because Strasburg can shut this team down. Right. Um, Scherzer can shut this team down, and so can Patrick Corbin. So it's really not a. Uh, it's not an easy slope. They have three pitchers and we only have one, so it's like, eh. and a half. And and the bull. And each team's bullpen is not where they want to be at. The Phillies kind of got decimated in their bullpen this year, injuries and all that shit.
0: All but. right. So. Wild card team.
1: Yeah, wild card team. Alrighty. And that's okay. There have been plenty of wild card teams that. Have Make been in
0: the wild card game,
1: that have been in wild card game, <laughs> that have made strides the next season and.
0: Hey, just getting in is all that matters. You know, it exactly. helps build youth. Playoffs, is, playoff games are huge for experience. I don't yeah. care if you lose, you win, and losing, as a young player, makes you that much better the next year because Very nobody true. likes to lose. Yeah. Otherwise, why are you in the league? Very true. But, um, yeah. So, all right, wild card team. We're gonna keep them.
1: I know Eric's been itching to get down to the nitty-gritty. Did you see what I did there? Gritty. Get it? Get it, Gritty? Yeah, I get it. Gritty's the mascot. Yeah,
0: that's good. That's good. I'll take you to <laughs> come that one. Um, all right. Not too long. <laughs> okay. So, I mean, how do you want to this? Ask me questions? You want me yeah, to just ask jump into it? Where
1: do you, want- do you think the Flyers are at in the beginning of the season? Where do you think their where do you think their holes are?
0: Well, do you want me to first jump into what they did? You want me to all right? So would you want me to jump into it? Just beginning of the season, do their talk about their free agents or just kind of group it all together? What do yeah. you think's the talk about, about, about the free
1: agents? Talk about the free agents that they added and where they where you think they sit in the standings and power rankings starting the season?
0: All right. Um, okay. So. Jumping over to the better team in this city. I'm just, I'm just kidding. Um, maybe Everyone not. loves well, the Phillies. We, 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 don't, we don't know until the beginning of the season. It's totally Fanatic. Best mascot in sports. Gritty. Best no. mascot B. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, all right. Um, so, Flyers have had a rough couple years. It's not much to, you know, there's, there's not much to it. They've kind yeah. of sucked. I mean, they've been—you know—they've had little runs at the playoffs in terms of like they've squeaked in, then they've gotten eviscerated by the Penguins. They helped the Blues. They did. We'll get into that later, but um, um, but so coming into the season, it was basically an entire overhaul. They went out. They got a new head coach, Alain Vigneault. Try and spell that. You will not keep me close whatsoever. He is a. Um, Stanley Cup final or 2 times Stanley Cup final attendee. He has never won a Stanley Cup, um, as many coaches haven't. It's very tough to win, as a Flyers fan can tell you. Um, But this coach is the real deal. He is one of the best coaches to ever coach in the NHL. He's got a really good record. He's you know, he gets the most out of his guys. Um, and I f- haven't felt this confident about a coach since Peter Laviolette. We had him because he was, he was my favorite Flyers coach probably of my entire, like, life as a Flyers fan. But so Vigneault is a 150% upgrade. Like, he is the, he is the real deal. We got two assistant coaches in Mike O. who I can tell you that they were looking at him as a head coach. And I was not into it. I did not want him as a head coach. I think he, as a head coach, is not strong. But as an assistant coach, he's had a lot of success. He won a Stanley Cup with the Penguins as an assistant coach.
1: Does he have Gabe Kapler's muscles?
0: Sadly not, but he's bald.
1: <laughs> oh shit.
0: So I mean he's got that whole like <laughs> Professor X look going on. You know, he's very he's a strong mind type deal.
1: Is uh, there a magneto in the league? Do you like metal? No. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay.
0: Uh, and Michelle Terrien is our other assistant coach. And he is, Michelle Terrien has had a pretty interesting career in terms of just, I mean, he's he's known as a very hard-dosed, like, French-Canadian coach. Like, he's actually had players vocally come out and say that he's been tough to play for. Yeah. Um, he, basically, I attribute that to the fact that I've heard from... You know, various different podcasts and just player interviews and stuff that he's a dick. But I think that the Flyers need somebody like that in their locker room because they, look, this core that we've had of Drew, Voracek, Couturier, they, I mean, it's been pretty standstill the past couple of years. And we did trade Simmons, God rest his soul. He didn't die. He 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 didn't die. I mean, it sounded like yeah. He's uh he was picked up by the New Jersey Devils, which hurts, but I'm glad that he got his payday because he's one of my favorite players of all time. He's on
1: the Devils. Yeah. What
0: the Um, fuck? But so we did we did move core. Like we moved away for a little bit of the core, and we're trying and we basically this team that we have this year, the last time that we've had a complete team. Was two thousand twelve. That was the year of the Penguin series, the rowdy, wild, like six game fights everywhere. It was the best series ever. But then we lost. So yeah,
1: Crosby sucks.
0: He does. But um, and then the next year we struggled. Twenty fourteen, we got Craig Berube, Stanley Cup winning coach Craig Berube this year. <laughs> Another you know Philadelphia guy to leave and then uh, go have success. Didn't um, know that. that and nice we got Dave tidbit. Haxtall. Trust me. I could get into Dave Haxtall this entire podcast, but I'm going to save that for later. We'll have a good conversation about him
1: I eventually. St- I still don't know the difference between Haxtall and Hextall. Uh, what, what, what was their theory there? I don't know. I never understood that. Either. I thought
0: maybe they were trying to be f- coy and be funny about it, but really it, it didn't work. Um so we had an interim coach last season who, you know, he took us on a little bit of a run, but we were just tapped out. And I think that the Simmons trade last season really hurt that locker room midseason because I think they knew it was coming. But you know, once you lose one of your best friends, it really it kind of just put a damper on the whole season. You're and my they were best But um so this year we're coming in, we got a new coach. We we had a lot of holes. Our biggest hole was the second centerman position. So we went out and we got Kevin Hayes, who was probably at least top three biggest free agent in there. Because there was um, there was Eric Carlson, but he got signed immediately, like, re-signed. And then there was Matt Duchesne was the other center, and Panarin was a right winger. And then probably Kevin Hayes. We got Kevin Hayes. We traded for his rights. We signed him for seven years. He's 27, so mm-hmm. we'll have him until he's 34, which is kind of standard fare of hockey contract. A lot of Philly people are not a fan of this contract. But... <sighs>
1: Why aren't want, they? I'm, I'm, trying to, I'm
0: trying to steer myself here. I got a lot of things that I can right. I can talk why, about.
1: Why aren't they? Why don't they like that contract? That sounds pretty good to me. Right. He's young. So he, Kevin
0: Hayes, he's good. I've always liked <laughs> Kevin Hayes as player. I was calling, like, I knew he was going to be a free agent this year. I was thinking the entire end of the last year, like, if we can get Kevin Hayes, get him. Me personally, I wanted him for like five years, six million. Mm -hmm. five years five million we got him for seven years like 6.5 so it's pretty expensive contract now the only weird kind of underlying thing about that contract is that sean couturier our number one center who kevin hayes is kind of just like a lesser sean couturier so he's still really good he's just not Mm -hmm. sean couturier level oh yeah um, Shanikatori is only getting paid like four million a year, so he's got he's got like a really good contract. So our second center is being paid more than our first center, so it's kind of weird like that. So it's that's why just I'm, how it works out. That's, you know? Yeah, I'm not I don't care that much. Like I think, and we're doing pretty well for cap. We still got some players. We got to re Big one is Provorov. He's a restricted free agent. Provorov. And then we got Konechny, who's probably my favorite player on the team at the moment besides Drew. He's uh, Konechny's like that Flyers breed that we want. He's 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 like a little 5 foot 11 guy but he like will he will absolutely beat the shit out of anyone on the ice. He will he's fast. He's got a rocket of a shot. He's 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 if they utilize him right, which Hackstall had a problem using, he would move him up and down the lineup and always have him on the lower end of the lineup instead of the begin, like the top 6. The thing about connecting is, if you put him with, if you keep him with Drew and Couturier or that second line, that guy can get thirty-five goals easily. Like he's that good. He's had twenty. He had twenty-six last year, I think, somewhere in that. And the year before that, he had twenty-five. I think. That's so, pretty good for for him playing on third line most of the season. Yeah, so that's the thing. You and I think Elaine uh, Vigneault will utilize him well. So to get back to what you asked about where I think the Flyers are. I think this team this year. Oh wait, actually, before I even jump into that, we also picked up uh, Nicholas Braun. I think his name is. He's a Sharks defender. He's like thirty-one. We got him for like a year. We traded uh, a couple picks away. He's a good vet guy to bring in.
1: He's not a cheater like Ryan Braun, is he?
0: No, he's got steroids. I don't think so. I don't know. (laughs) Um, He's got (laughs) hockey players seem to be able like. There's never any steroid things in hockey, really. So they're either really good at getting away with it, or all they just freak Canadians that just
1: all eat, like, lead, but, um... I, th- I think it's part of their menu, actually. Good point. Um, <laughs> it's actually but, it's actually promoted by the league. Make sure you take your steroids. It's <laughs> why they're all
0: just, like, freight trains running into each other in the middle
1: of the ice. Brain damage and steroids, that's, what, that's, that's um, what's happening.
0: But, yeah... So they got Nicholas Brant, and they also got Matt Niskanen, who was on the Penguins a couple years ago, had a big free agency, went to the Capitals, so he won a Stanley Cup, brought him in, traded him for Rakogudas. Um, okay. And Niskanen... I like that name. Niskanen? Rakogudias. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> I, I've loved... Uh, I like Niskanen. I really enjoy him as a player. I th- He's definitely older. He's like 33 now. But the thing about that is... He's won a Stanley Cup. He's still really good defensively. And he's gonna compliment one of our younger, speedier defensemen. So you yeah. need someone who could stay who's like a more of a standstill <laughs> defenseman, can kind yeah. of like hold the ice down while the other defenseman pushes up. Niskanen's that guy.
1: Okay, that's good. Hey, so, you always want that better. So we got, presence. we got we got
0: we got pretty good vet presence. And then we got, I mean, Gossaspears has been hit or miss for me. Just. He was he was in the trade talks for a good amount of this offseason, but trading him now I think is the worst case scenario, because I think he's going to come in, and he's going to be really, really um, strong this year. I think he's got a chip on his shoulder. A lot of Philly fans have been calling for his head, basically, and I think he knows that, and he's going to, and him in, like, a lesser role, almost, he's got less pressure, I think he's going to flourish a little more.
1: Whenever I hear Gosta Spears' name, I think of that Flyers promotional image of him just doing the head turn and looking into the camera, Yeah. and it's (laughs) It's majestic, but... Uh,
0: He's also terrifying.
1: Yeah, it's like, why am I on camera? <laughs> He's giving the camera a look, though. He's almost
0: kind of confused. He's like, where'd that camera come from? <laughs> but, um, yeah, so we added some pieces that I think we needed that a lot of Philly fans... All right, so Philly fans have been calling for change They've won because Hextall had this slow burn build the entire time of his run. He was drafting, but he wouldn't make the next step. So we got Chucky Chuck Fletcher.
1: What the hell?
0: His name is Chuck Fletcher, but I call no. him Chucky Chuck. I but, um, so <laughs> basically, we got him. He used to be the wild coach, and he's known a little bit of as a hot buyer. Like, he'll, he'll overspend on contracts, so that's a, definitely a detriment. But right now, I think Chuck's been doing basically exactly what this city wants. He's been going out. Picking up pieces, adding experience, you know. But at the same time, he hasn't gotten rid of anything we've been building to. He's relying on the youth, which is how the NHL nowadays, you flourish as a team. Yeah, I think. F- you find I a think, good combination. I think a lot of sports do that now. They do. And that's the problem is that a lot of Flyers fans, there's <laughs> there's Flyers fans who are living in the past and they just want that old school mentality, which is never going to be a thing. yeah. I mean the blues kind of just won with that like old hard-hitting hockey mentality, which works But I don't think that's that's it's there's a there's a way to build that team the blues were still a fast-paced team Yeah, that were just strong flyers could be like that But I don't think that's their identity and the problem is is that it's such a switch from what Flyers fans know Is that almost like we got to play a little boring? in order to get to where we are because it's how the kings won a couple years ago they played boring ass hockey they didn't do they didn't do anything special they were just a good sound defensive team and that's what the flyers i think are going to be this season now finally getting to back getting getting to back getting back to what you were saying
1: i don't like boring hockey it's not. It's hockey. not. It's
0: not boring. It's just like. It's not like Flyers hockey. It's not like. And I don't fighting think the Kings
1: time. appreciate you calling it boring. <laughs> it's not.
0: They will announce. They're just. Not, they haven't. They didn't do anything special. They didn't have anything like. Exciting about their team Like yes they had exciting elements But they weren't Well
1: they won the Stanley Cup That's That's how they won They weren't excited (laughs) They uh, were just like Going to work Uh, Just gonna go win a Stanley Cup today That's all
0: Hey if the Flyers literally Could slowly drag their ass to work And win a Stanley Cup Then I will gladly take that But Getting back to
1: what you, I was—you don't want the Philly pizzazz? You don't want that I think electric have, energy that Philadelphia right. brings to all their sporting all events. All
0: right, I think they're gonna have pizzazz. screaming
1: "fuck you, Crosby" at the top uh, of the lungs. Oh, will do that
0: regardless. It's just—can um, I get to what I was saying?
1: Yeah. No, I'm just bantering, dude. <laughs> no,
0: I'm, I'm going about this. Is part okay. Of it.
1: Yeah, you can, you can. You can say what you say what you need to say.
0: Um, do
1: we need copyright for that? <laughs> Do we need copyright for that? Yeah, we
0: gotta we gotta we gotta watch the John Mayer. Yeah,
1: this this podcast might be taken down right away.
0: <laughs> um, my my belief is that this season is the most complete Flyers team we've had in a while. I think that a lot of people because so the Flyers didn't make the playoffs last year, and they were hoping for another like lucky draft pool where we were going to end up in the top three. That wasn't happening. We actually kind of got shafted. and We got down a couple spots so we I think we picked like 4 or 12 or 14. The draft's That's a whole other terrible. thing that happened.
1: 12 or 4. We were supposed to
0: pick like 10, so
1: we got That's not we, terrible.
0: I know, it's not terrible. It's it's like mid, middle of the road though. But the the three, I think the first five players maybe. Honestly, the first round this year was like was like the best first round in a couple years. So they really whoever they were pulling was good. Mm-hmm. Um but the Devils got the first pick and they got like a Crosby McDavid, Matthews-esque player, and uh, Jack Hughes.
1: But well, we don't like first. Crosby.
0: He's American. Um, we got then. Then the Rangers. He's American. The Rangers got the second pick, so they have both got these All-Star caliber players. Um, so the division's got a little better.
1: Okay.
0: But the Rangers have Henrik Lundqvist. He's forty. He's got a couple more years in him, and I don't think they're that. Rangers are going through a rebuild. I don't think they're going to be as good as people think. They also got the biggest uh, free agent in Panarin. They got him. I Panera? still Panarin, yeah, Panarin, bread. But he, that's what that's his nickname, <laughs> um, the bread man.
1: But he, uh, I totally pulled that out of my ass.
0: But he, uh, I'm a so, so did hockey fans. But um, <laughs> he, he went to the Rangers. I still don't think the Rangers are going to be as good as people think they are. Now, the Devils are going to be a lot better cuz Devils also got PK Suban in a trade. Devils Congrats. have Suban. They got Simmons. Simmons is going to I think Simmons kind of have a good year cuz I think he's got a chip on his shoulder and he was injured last year. So I think that he's going to come out a little hot. He's still older and he's a little beat up, but I still think he's going to have a decent season. <laughs> and they got all these extra like they got that first round or first overall pick. But Columbus got worse. Columbus lost their entire team. The, the Penguins are old. And I don't think they're gonna. I don't even think the Penguins are gonna make the playoffs this year. Crosby and Malkin could drag them to the playoffs as they always seem to, and then God knows what will happen when they get there. But they lost Phil Kessel.
1: Screw those guys. But
0: they lost Kessel, so they don't have Kessel anymore. They got Galchenyuk, but he's not. I don't think he's like he's good, but he's not. I don't think they're gonna miss Phil Kessel's goal scoring ability. Um, So I think the Flyers are honestly the top, one of the top three teams in the Metropolitan Division at the moment, and I think they're going to be the entire season. The Flyers' problem every year is they come into the season and they come in slow. The first 20 games or so, they play like absolute dog shit. And then they have to play the last, like, 40 <laughs> games of the season once they get to, like, the middle of the season. Then they got to play every game like it's a playoff game. And then they're tired by the time they get to the actual playoffs. is because they've been playing the playoffs for the past three months.
1: Isn't that just Philadelphia sports?
0: Yes, but the Flyers have never been <laughs> built to do that. So they're all, like, beaten up. But – I think this year they're going to come out hot. It's the first year that they've been completely healthy. The first year that they've had a goaltender in fucking 30 years. Carter Hart's our savior. Um, And, yeah. I think that they're going to come in, and they got a little bit of a chip on their shoulders. They got a new coach. This core is going to buy into this coach, I think, and I think Giroux is going to have a really good season. Voracek's going to have a really, really good season.
1: You mean Skoracek?
0: But that's the problem is that people have been calling for him to get traded, too, and he's got a little bit of a chip on his shoulder, and I think that he's going to have a really good season. is going to have a good season. Kevin Hayes, I think, is going to have a decent season. I don't think he's going to live up to the hype the first season, but I think he's going to be good enough that he's going to get – 25 to 30 goals, about 60 points probably, maybe 50 points, I don't know, something like that. Enough to, you know, contribute. I think Kinecti's going to have a good good season. I think Nolan Patrick's going to take a huge step as that third-line center. But I think that... Like Pavetta. <laughs> <laughs> or we're going to just shit all over Nolan Patrick and never <laughs> and want him to leave. But uh, I, no, I think that this team's going to be really good this season. My honest-to-God theory is that now, this is just pulling out of my ass because I think that we really don't know until the season starts. But, I mean, the Flyers have been dealt shit hand after shit hand so many years in a row, and this city's been clamoring. And I think that w- the city, honestly, is so against what the Flyers are doing at the moment that I think that this team goes on a bit of a run this year. And I think that they, I think they get to the Eastern Conference Final. Now after that, I don't know what will happen. I'm not going to say they're going to lose or they're going to win or whatever. But I think that they're going to go deep because I think everyone's so against them, and I think that we have we have a good enough young core,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and we have we our older core is still really good. Drew's thirty one, he'll be thirty two this season. He's still a, he's still an elite player this league. He's He's great. Voracek's good. Couturier is only 26 or 27 or something. He's elite, and he's gonna. He's had 35 goals and 33 goals the past two seasons on seasons where we've kind of played like shit. So imagine a good team. Um, yeah, I think that this team's going to go on a bit of a run, and I think that this is the season where the – because Flyers have kind of dipped down a little bit the past couple of years. They've um, – you know, with the Sixers being more of like – of a talent showcase the phillies got bryce harper the eagles Woo. won a super bowl i mean it's Boo. shut up they, <laughs> but it's uh but it's the flyers have become like the the fourth tier team and they always kind of have been but the flyers have always had that like deep foundation of like a passionate fan base but even the fan base has kind of turned on the team a little bit not necessarily turned on them but they've just been kind of pissed off with how it's gone about and i believe that the team's going to going to take that next step this season I think that last season was a good little because the thing about it, they're still kind of in a rebuild they're not as much anymore but they're still you know the pro- when it comes to a team getting closer and closer I think that you gotta lose a little bit to figure out what you need to fix now I don't know if they could get lucky and they can go on the run I think there's a couple pieces that they do need to fix a little bit but for the most part this team is complete. They got six strong defensemen. They got uh, nine solid no, is it nine? 12. 12 solid forwards um, mm-hmm. with actually they got and they got great youth coming through the farm system. They have um, Morgan Frost was like the steal of the draft a couple years ago. Who we traded Braden Shen for, basically.
1: That guy and just sounds like a Flyers player.
0: Morgan Frost.
1: Yeah, and Morgan he, Frost. But he's
0: been, dude, he's been tearing it up in the in juniors. Now I don't know if he's gonna make the team this year, just because I think he needs to go into the minors and I think he needs to build some more muscle. But he could have a great training right. camp and he could fit in that third line or wherever in the lineup. And but there's a couple other pieces. Like there's a kid in our farm system named Isaac Radcliffe. And he's like, he's like Wayne. Apparently, he's like Wayne Simmons too, but a better skater. Like he's like, he's been tearing it up. Is he a wizard? I knew you were gonna make that joke. I saw your (laughs) eyes tinge when you heard that name. But
1: you're a wizard, Radcliffe.
0: But he, uh, yeah. So I believe that the Flyers are gonna go on a bit of a run. Um, this is the most excited I've been for a season because I'm always excited to watch the Flyers but there's a part of me that's always like mm, yeah I I know but Are this but but <laughs> but this season I'm actually genuinely excited. I I can't wait for game 1. Uh, we start October 4th. We're actually playing in let me look it up. I think we're in the Czech Republic maybe? I Four. think they're so the NHL does this thing every year where um they play in, like, another country, and they have, like, a little bit of, like, an opening series where I think they're in the Czech Republic this year. Yeah, they're in Prague. Prague. And they're playing Chicago. And then their home opener is October 9th, and that's their next game. So, I, dude, I can't wait for October 4th. I'm, I truly believe that, that team's going to come out with a little bit of a flame under their ass, and they're just going to go – they're just – they are going to go on an absolute – I think they're going to start out the season hot – I mean, you kind of have, like, that middle dip during the season. And then I think, you know, come playoff time, hopefully they'll get a little bit hotter. It's hard to sustain it, but I hope, I'm hope i hoping that Vigneault can either make this team just the entire season be strong or figure out the best way to, like, you never want to play bad. Mm-hmm. But you want to know where to exert yes, that's your energy. That's,
1: a, that's the point of professional sports. Thank you.
0: No, you want to <laughs> exert your energy and like like you don't want like you don't want to come out in the season too strong because then you'll peak too high and then you'll start to dip. But I think if they come out strong, and then
1: like, like the lightning.
0: <laughs> all right, look, the Flyers are not the lightning. They're not getting to that point. If they get to that point, like I'd be happy. But also, yes, I they're they're not going to do that. I think the Flyers are capable of winning the Metropolitan Division. Um, the Capitals are really the only team who I think can give us like, a real, true test this season. I think Carolina is going to be a dark horse because they were good last year. Mm-hmm. They made the uh, did they make yeah they made the Eastern Conference Final last year. Um,
1: Hurricanes.
0: Yeah, it was them and Boston playing each other. Mm-hmm. But they uh, they 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 got a good coach, former Flyer Rod Brind'vor again. <laughs> but, Jesus. Yeah, the Flyers kind of just trade away. And he used to play for them, but. Um, I personally my pick for Flyers coach. I wanted them the Fire Hackstall, and I wanted Rod Brindamore as the head coach. But then Carolina obviously heard me tweeting about it. But um,
1: yes, because Carolina is extremely interested in your tweets.
0: At least someone is.
1: But um, <laughs> <laughs> now, but I, I do think follow of, Eric at
0: Eric underscore Rare Eleven. Um, Actually, this is a good time. Thanks for cutting me off. Uh, this is a good time <laughs> for uh, to say you you guys should follow us at Big Stick. Is it Big Stick Pod, right?
1: No, it's just it's Stick Energy. Capital, stick. St- capital S, capital E.
0: Stick Energy. That's our uh, podcast Twitter.
1: Because will... Twitter just gave us that one. We weren't too happy. Uh, we could change it, but we already tweeted about it, so it's like yeah, I don't. Yeah,
0: yeah we're gonna keep it. We like it uh, yeah. now. It's grown on us.
1: It's Stick Energy.
0: But, yeah. Because
1: um, sticks have energy. But, I mean. Especially my stick.
0: Yeah, follow us when you get the chance. It's uh That's where we're going to post our episodes. And we're also, you know, just going to post a lot about both Phillies and Flyers and any news that kind of correlates between those two teams. But my ending, because I'll – we've been going for a pretty long time and i figure you know this is a good first start for our episode and uh i don't really have any i don't really have too much more to say about the flyers we can i can save some for next episode there we go but basically i think the flyers are gonna come out pretty strong and i'm really excited and uh, i'm also really excited to see hopefully the phillies can get their shit together
1: hopefully the phillies can start winning a little bit more consistently it'll be very interesting going forward um I will hopefully be able to talk about the games in more depth next week. A little bit more analysis on what I think about each of the players, and what this team needs to do to be a winning team, in my opinion. Uh, I'm, I'm, out. we're, we are in no way professionals at this. We are just, yeah, we want we're, we're just spraying we our wanna, shit all over uh, the place and uh, open to Reiterate
0: something. This is strictly two dudes from the Philadelphia area giving their honest. Sometimes, more often than not, brutally honest opinions on both our respective teams, and but we have no affiliation with the team, so you're gonna get raw, honest truth unless, you know, something happens. Maybe they, maybe they do affiliate themselves with us, and then we might have to change. Now we're kidding, but yeah, um, the
1: Phillies are looking for us, so are the Flyers.
0: Um, but uh,
1: we follow them. They should. But follow yeah, us. so
0: we are going to just be two dudes talking about sports and that's that um so you'll go next week kind of look at each game run down each game you know briefly not you're not going to go in depth on each inning but yeah but um and then what i'll do is i'll continue a little bit more about the flyers like i said earlier in the podcast it's going to be tough to really you know delve into them and not get repetitive so I'll, i'm probably gonna limit the Why talks.
1: damn it <laughs> we want flyers
0: but there's nothing
1: going we want flyers on. content damn it
0: i'm gonna try my best to find flyers content luckily training camp does start next month does it start next month either starts yeah it starts next month i think and then September's when the preseason starts, and then we'll get to the season. We'll be, we'll be good to go. But from now, I'll do my best to sprinkle in some Flyers talk for my sake because I do enjoy the Phillies, but I don't think if I try to pretend to talk about the Phillies too much, you guys will notice that I have actually no idea what I'm talking about. So I need to talk about the Flyers. We'll do my best. So next week I will just jump a little bit more into my expectations of this season and maybe go a little bit more in-depth on personal um, – Not personal, like player-wise, who I think is going to have a strong season, who I think is going to take the next step, who I think maybe might not have a strong season. Um, You know, just kind of go into that, and from there, we'll just keep going.
1: All right, sounds lovely. Make sure you follow us at Stick Energy on Twitter. That's where
0: you'll find our. Link to our podcast because at the moment we are still figuring out our streaming platform, but we'll have that as soon as we can. And then you guys will find that on Big Stick Energy and then Big Stick Energy Podcast. When I say Big Stick Energy, sometimes it's just jarring.
1: <laughs> but, <laughs> <laughs> but, um, it gets the point across. <laughs> no, I,
0: but um, you know, just a updates. couple of
1: guys that like games with wood trying to make a podcast in your neighborhood.
0: I love it, but um, <laughs> yeah. And from here on out, that just follow us for updates on the Phillies. And anytime they announce anything about the Flyers, that will be your first. We will try to be your first news
1: source. We but will not be your will, first news source. That will probably score. be your
0: eighty seventh. But um,
1: we yeah. are as far away affiliated with these teams as we water and fire. It's just yeah. there's no. All right, but no, um, Comparisons there
0: Alright, I think Good first episode It's a good place to keep it Alright Alright, so I'm Eric signing off
1: Stay classy Philadelphia